hidden treasures of the 119th Psalm. I am having such a good time digging around in the tet section of the 119th Psalm. Today we get to get dig into verse 67, and as we've talked about, the letter tet is the letter that begins the word tov, which means good, and there's so much goodness, it's often hidden. In this verse here, we're going to see that really well, I believe. So verse 67 is the third verse in the Tet section. So if we're following along with that Isaiah 11 anointing, the seven anointings of the Holy Spirit, so they would start out with wisdom like the first verse we did yesterday. We did the second verse. Today would be, so it's wisdom, understanding, counsel is the third. And counsel in Hebrew, when you look at it, you can see it's very much pointing you in the right path. And so, (laughs) or what direction to go in your current situation. So counsel is what we need here, (laughs) especially the way this reads. So verse 67 reads, before I was afflicted, I went astray, but now I have kept thy word. So you can see that they were going in the wrong way, but the affliction apparently made a course correction. (laughs) So here you have the hidden goodness, right? That the affliction itself caused them to make a course correction. And then they kept the word, right? They kept Jesus. I mean, that's, that's essentially what it means when you're keeping the word. So, but in this case, of course, they're talking about the psalmist was talking about when he was afflicted. And clearly you could see a lot of times where King David when was afflicted. Um, but before he was afflicted, it's saying he went astray. So it's interesting that the affliction there, and you could say that he went astray with Bathsheba. That would be the easy one. And then he got afflicted. And then all of a sudden, you know, the word became very, very important to him, as you can see in in many of the other Psalms that he wrote. But let's just put this in practical terms. So once I did a show um, on the Christian Car Guide Day, (laughs) I'll never forget it because I was like, the Holy Spirit had just guided me to do a show that was called, Where Were You When Jesus Took the Wheel? So my my thought was that I was going to get a bunch of callers to call in and share with me, you know, where God helped them avoid accidents and when Jesus took the wheel, there, you know, sin. The idea of counsel was all about that. <laughs> Jesus take the wheel. But the first call changed everything and actually changed that entire show. And it has everything to do with this particular prayer that, that the psalmist is saying here. <laughs> so what the first caller said, well, let me tell you where I was when Jesus took the wheel. I was driving on my way to an appointment with my girlfriend and she ran a red light. And we were sideswiped, and now, as a result of that accident, I'm paralyzed from the waist down. He said, but that situation sounds horrible, but what had happened was I'd gotten into Buddhism, and as I was laying in the hospital, I realized that, wow, I, I have gone astray and went back to Jesus. And he said, oh, oh, I, I was certainly in this situation so that I could find my way back to God. And, and so it's not unlike, I, I've never forgotten the story, it's not unlike when Jesus said, if your arm is, is, is messing you up, cut it off. Well, here we have the situation of a man who lost the use of his legs 
But I, I've never forgotten that call as long as I live, but it set up several other calls that were all along the same line. And the last call that day was from a man that was a preacher's son, and he had been preached to all his life, as you might guess. And he one day walked into the living room, announced to both his parents, I'm done with religion. I don't believe in God. This is ridiculous. I'm not doing this anymore. And he went out and got in his car and got in a race and got in a horrible accident as well. He didn't have the, the tragic circumstances other than at the time it sounded like it was pretty tragic. And when his mother heard the ambulance, she told the pastor father, come on, God has had you know our son out in the woodshed. So again, I, I don't know how this works in your own life, if you've seen it where you've been afflicted and then all of a sudden, oh my goodness, you know, there was a course correction. Well, I was thinking about my own story. Last year, I was um, determined to play classical gas, and I had this idea, really, on the letter Huff that gives us this idea of our desire strong enough, God's going to come to our aid and help us to do it. Well, I played the guitar and played it when I was younger and put it down for many, many years. And so I was just like, man, this is what I've... <laughs> I want to be able to play classical gas. The whole time I was playing before, that was my dream. But I'd always given up on it. And so I was hoping I could break that agreement and, and be able to do that. Well, I, in fact, I made the commitment that at the boot camp in the fall of last year, I was going to play classical gas. And so long about August, I'd been practicing, 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 and I'd finally gotten to the point where I could play about half the song. And I was very excited about my progress. And then all of a sudden, one day, I decided I got a new hedge trimmer. <laughs> and people that know me well know that's dangerous in Robbie's hands. <laughs> so unfortunately, you know, I didn't follow the directions. And, you know, to make a very gross story short, um, I really injured my little finger really, really bad. In fact, some of it was gone for a period of time until it grew back, but um, the, the, the result was a hospital visit, all kinds of stitches. Well, it was on my left hand, right? And if you are familiar with the song Classical Gas, it requires quite a bit of use of the little finger in order to knit, hit all the notes that are involved in that particular song. <laughs> because you got to stretch your fingers way out in order to be able to do certain things in that song. So there I was, I had this commitment and all of a sudden as I was praying through this God how did you let this happen <laughs> you know how you would do well before I was afflicted I went astray and I realized that oh my goodness I although I wanted to do this for God I wasn't doing it with God <laughs> right because I was doing it in my own strength I was going to learn how to play classical gas all on my own well now I was in a situation where I was going to have to play it essentially with three fingers um you know, because your thumb is holding the other ones down. So now I was like, God, are you are you sharing with me that if I do this with you, you're going to help me? And what an adventure that started. And and for two and a half months, he and I worked every day <laughs> to be able to play that song, which I played at that boot camp. But before I was afflicted, right, I wasn't on the adventure with Jesus. I was on the adventure thinking that this was something I could do for Jesus, but I wasn't on the adventure with Jesus. So... I love, love, love this verse and the idea of goodness, right? Do you see that the goodness is hidden in the affliction? <laughs> and, 
And then there's this also this concept of like, whoa, is this not counsel? Is this not beautiful counsel? And, and so, you know, I love this verse. I hope you've enjoyed studying with me today in the 119th Psalm.